You're listening to the Two Dumb Yinzers. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Yeah, welcome to the show. This is the Two Dumb Yinzers episode 434. Settle down over there. We got the World Series is set. It's set in stone, guys. The Arizona Diamondbacks will be playing the Texas Rangers in the World Series this year. This is one of the reasons I, I like baseball. Because a lot of times it's really unpredictable. You had a team like Tampa Bay that, that most, you know, a lot, for most of the season, people said this is the best team in the league. I mean, geez, they were out 20 wins ahead of everybody else at one point. It seemed like early in the season. Baltimore with a strong season. They had the Atlanta Braves. Dodgers are always a strong pick. The whole way down the list. But it's the Arizona Diamondbacks versus the Texas Rangers. And, and, and Derby, before we got on the air, Mike said that, you know, I mean, the Diamondbacks, they did win it back in 01, which when you have Randy Johnson and Kirk Schilling and, and all this going on, that's no surprise. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really know too many people that play for the Arizona Diamondbacks anymore. Does either of you guys? Hell no. I don't even know who have I don't even know who playing on the other teams. To be honest with you. It's yeah. like baseball is so far out of sight, out of mind with me. I just can't take baseball seriously until they get a salary cap. Or until the Buckos win. One of the two. Yeah. NBA's back in action. World Series underway. It's going to be underway. Um, I, I say we, we got to start, though, Mike. I think it, it's only fair that we start with the frozen frenzy. Last night in the NFL, every single team played. And, and, boy, did, and, and, boy, and boy, did they let you know. I don't know how many times I had to hear about the frozen frenzy. Just what they went on and on. All 32 teams are playing. Or 16. I, I, I didn't know that this was a rarity. I, <clears throat> I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. I, what's the big deal? I don't know. Explain it, this to me. It's very rare that you know all the teams play at one time. I don't know why NHL does. Why that, does this even matter? Does anybody even? Uh, they're uh, trying to pump up hockey because you know, God forbid, this league know how to promote itself, so they'll do this. And then about that's all they have. Hmm. And then I guarantee, you, like half the all the games start at the same time, so one game's ends. You can't flip over like we have the the sports package. You can't bounce back from game to game. Now, they'll have them all start at the same time, so they'll all end at the same time, so there's no overlap. You know, yeah. This is the way the league does it. They NHL does not know how to how to promote themselves. The owners are stupid. The GM or the the commissioner, he's their paid chill. You, you're so, in you know, a mood. Just, I am in a mood. <laughs> this Penguins team, they take the L last night. Uh, oh, they took something about the last NHL. Night. The Dallas Stars. Win this game four to one. They dropped the Penguins to the two to a two and four record uh, for the Penguins. Brian Russ scores the only goal. Crosby had an assist. Jake Getzel had an assist. The mediocre Mike had the boys ready to go. Backup goalie. He um, gave up four goals, thirty four shots. He had thirty saves. Um, you know, they they. What's Jari's deal? Is he he's hurt? No, probably just a day off. No, goalies don't play 82 games, so probably just standard. Give them off, and 
that's all that's all I know is I didn't see anything about him being hurt. I think just give him a day off. I think just play him extra because you know at some point he's gonna be hurt and you're gonna be missing him anyway. Play him well, extra you now while you have him. Well, you now nah, play play the backup now. So by the time you know Jari does get hurt, the backup's ready to go and game acclimating. Mm. And this team sucks anyway. They're I'm not so bored with hockey anywhere. already. <laughs> You know, I'm so bored with it. Mike Sullivan has one game plan and one game plan only, skate faster. Well, when half your team's 85 years old, you can't skate faster. That's what I've been saying. Yeah. You have to change it up. But no, but no, he's riding on coattails. Luckily that he stumbled upon one of the best teams ever assembled and won two Stanley Cups, you know, just by letting them skate fast. Okay, he can't do anything else. This guy, this guy was handed two Stanley Cup championships, and people want to act like he's this great coach. He cannot adapt his playing style. He cannot adapt the way the players play. Keep activating the defense. Keep activating them up. Who can, who gives a fuck if we you know blow four goal leads all the time? Who gives a fuck if we're getting blown out four to one? Keep playing the same way. Keep playing the same way. Crosby, Malkin, Latang will be out there with walkers one day, and it's just gonna be I skate as fast as you can, boys. Because, you know, let's – hey, but you know what? This is what the fans wanted. They wanted the happy feel, good story to close out. They wanted Latang and Malkin to retire as Penguins. I'm sorry. They fall in the same line as Yager. You know, they they should not have – you know, Lemieux and Crosby are the lifetime Penguins. Everyone else, damn good players, Hall of Famers, but what? You have to move on if you want the team to continue to win. All that money that we were paying them, we could spruce up this lineup, but no, we wanted them all to stay here and retire here. One big happy family. This is what we get. I gotta say, six games in, I you know when when the playoffs get here, I, I really get into hockey. If they make the playoffs, if they and make the, the playoffs, if they you, make it. Then, well, you listen, you're not listening to what I'm saying. And then as you advance, hockey gets a little bit more exciting. And the closer mm-hmm. you get to the championship, and here we, here we are, two and four, and and we we've lost most of our games. I'm really really having a hard time keeping interest rate uh-huh. at this moment. I really am. Um, this is what I'm it's going to be for the next what I'm three years. To, I'm almost bored to tears with it already. I, I just, yeah, I, I just, I'm not ready yet. I, I'm still, I'm in football mode. I'm going to follow the penguins. And at this point I, I don't, um, there, there's nothing that's, there's really, there's really no incentive to do so, but being that we do what we do and we love our Pittsburgh sports, I, I will still continue to follow them. But I, I got to admit guys, I, I'm, I'm super bored at this point with hockey. I'm, I'm bored. I am too. I'm, I'm just really, really frustrated, really frustrated. You know, because we're 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 stuck. We're saddled with big salaries that we can't move to make the team younger and faster and fresher. What you know, that's what we need. But hey, that's what the fans wanted, and that's what the fans got, and what the fans are gonna have to suffer with. Now, I am annoyed with it because I know, you know, good things come to an end. You know, the good cup runs in the '90s fell apart. You know, the teams that came all so close in the late '90s or early 2000s fell apart. You have to say goodbye to players. The name on the front of the jersey is more important than the names on the back. Like I said, Crosby and Lemieux should be the only lifetime Penguins. You know, I would love to have seen, see, uh, you know, Malkin and Latang retire as Penguins. But you know what? You have to move on from guys like that at a certain point. You know, they're still playing really good hockey. But if you want to contend for championships, those older guys that are eating up salary cap space, you got to let them go and try and get younger talent in. You know, younger, fresher talent. It sucks. It, it sucks. But, you know, how do you I will, I'll, I'll, I'll cheer them on until they retire. But I, that's just, you know, the, you know, in my heart, but in my head, knowing that, you know what, hey, 
we probably should have moved on from those guys to build a better team for the future. Um, John Ludwig gets knocked out after delivering a big hit on Dallas. The center, Radic Faxa, I, I, I guess you would pronounce his name. Mike, what, what's the deal with, with John Ludwig? I have. I mean, is he a, is he a rookie? Is he? Um, uh, oof. I, I don't know what his name is. Yeah, everyone yeah. was excited about this guy. He was he was coming to play last night. Everyone was excited about John Ludwig. It was big news, a lot of talk all over town. He gets in, puts a hit, and and, and drops. Yeah, I know he was a rookie. Um, that's about it. I like I like you like you said, man. It's still, I'm still was... rolling to the Penguins or into the Steelers. I don't know what happened, but you know, I never heard of the kid until just you know, this big hit happened. Really? Yeah. I, and I didn't hear him until just prior to the game because, again, they were it was it was it was the buzz. That's all they were talking about. Yeah. Was this John Ludwig. Everyone was excited for John Ludwig. I mean, it was a oh really big hit, and it looks like he passed out right before he hit the ice, but his face hit the ice and he was out yeah. cold. And it yeah. was like a good play from him and from the center. So, you know, this is a nice, good, clean hit. But damn, he are he, he hit the. Took the worst of it. Uh, Penguins back in action tomorrow night. One of the best teams in the league, the Colorado Avalanche, come to town. So we'll see if the Penguins can get back on uh, back on track, Mike. They have lost now, I believe, three in a row. Three in mistaken. a row. Yep. This game tomorrow is at 7 p.m. You know, as not a, they're going to bounce back. I'm just so frustrated with Penguins. Oh, I don't know. I forgot. Yeah, you said we're playing Avalanche. I don't think they've lost a the game yet this year. So <laughs> no, yeah, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get right again. They're like the best team in the league, Mike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just gonna get destroyed. Uh yeah. Kale McCars is gonna do whatever he wants. Nathan McKinnon's gonna be able to do whatever he wants. Uh, mm. well, slap the puck over to the diamond, Mike. We're gonna talk baseball for a couple minutes. Just keep the depression rolling, baby. Yeah, um, Pittsburgh. No, I'm sorry, Pittsburgh. The Philadelphia Phillies. They're um, they played the Arizona Diamondbacks yesterday in Game Seven of the National League Championship Series, in hopes of making it to the World Series again. However, the Arizona Diamondbacks they win. They win four to two. Mike, the Arizona Diamondbacks are going back to the World Series. They take on the Houston, the Texas Rangers. You, Texas you're going to want to call them the Houston Texans the whole time, are you not? I'm I, I am. I think you are. And the uh the Rangers and Diamondbacks game one. Game one is gonna be Friday at 803. Uh the encouraging news about this World Series is for us, Mike and Derpy. Both Arizona and Texas lost a hundred games, hundred plus games two seasons ago. That's so being that we're on, you know, year what 64 of our rebuilding. Yeah. We might be in line to win this World Series or be in the World oh, Series yeah. sometime in the next couple of decades. But I, you know, these, these are the teams. You, this is this is what it should be about. It should be about these odd teams. These uh, oddball I teams. love it. I do too. There's nothing more that I like about baseball than this about these teams being the teams that are the ones representing their uh, their conferences in the World Series. Again, you know, most people suspected the Braves would be in it. Most people suspected. Mm -hmm. Tampa Bay, Baltimore, uh, you know, I mean, the, the top six teams in the whole oh, entire yeah. league, they all bow out in the first round. And, I love and, it. I do, too. 
like uh, I I love watching all the baseball heads, all the you, all these old baseball fans and even the young baseball heads. Like, oh, this is so unfair. Baseball. They need to reevaluate the playoffs. Baseball no one wants is so to see unpredictable this. when it comes maybe, to playoffs. Maybe if the good teams would actually win when it matters most, y'all wouldn't be crying. Instead of crying, you should be celebrating these two teams that you know. 100 losses two years ago and how quickly they were able to rebuild and make it to the world series this, yeah. this is the world series i want to see i will yeah i would like to watch some it, of this world series yeah they're not like the quote-unquote big media markets right. like oh you want new york boston or really la had to sit there and watch them Derek jeter world series for it oh, like a god years in a row. oh look at him scratch his left testicle no yeah. one has ever look done at him that little bubble while he looks at a rod yeah and i get the f out of here and then A-Rod would blow a bubble while he looks at Jeter. Oh, I, I'm blowing bubbles looking at those two. Yeah. They don't have the eyes like Jimmy G does, but you know what? I thought you were a Jorge Posada kind of guy. Well, that goes without saying. <laughs> I mean, God, if you're not a Jorge Posada kind of guy, I don't know. Nah. You look like a Mariano Rivera kind of guy. El Duque, baby. Hell yeah, man. He was beastly. Bernie Williams, uh, Bernie was Williams? Paul O'Neill. That was a good team, man. They had a lot of great, great, yeah. they had a lot of really good baseball players in that, in oh, that yeah. particular time, you know, man. And when you're being able to buy all the good players, David Daddy. Wells, they had a lot. David Wells. Uh, the fun part, the fun, the fun fact in this whole thing is Austin Hedges will be in the World Series, Mike. Austin Hedges, the catcher that Cleveland gave up. Mm-hmm. The he greatest catcher of all time. He what? The greatest catcher of all time. Cleveland Cleveland gave up on this guy. Sends him to Pittsburgh. People in Pittsburgh literally hated him before, when it was time for him to go. I mean, they, they hated him. Remember that? He was terrible. He was, you know, holding up spots for – You got to hit the ball sometimes. That's exactly, the thing. Exactly. You can't not hit the ball ever. Uh, you, you know, you're, you're not a pitcher. You are expected to hit the ball at least sometimes. Oh. That, that's – the, the, that the fact framing. that he was so oh. bad at hitting, it, it was, it hurt. It hurt. But his pitch framing was the greatest thing ever, man. He's hanging paintings up in the Louvre. Because, you know, you you think to yourself, okay, well, this guy, he hasn't had a hit in, in forever. He's getting on, you know, he's coming to bat with a guy on third, a guy on third base. Maybe this guy's going to knock it in. No, not, not, not the Austin Hedges. No. He he batted one eighty for the Buckos and two oh eight for uh, the Rangers in the regular season. He's batting for a combined one eighty nine, one eighty nine on base percentage of two. And this team's in the World Series. Like, are you serious? Are you serious? This guy's a bum. Postseason, postseason. You know when you should be getting better. Actually, he didn't have any postseason this year. It was all last year. From last year. With Cleveland in 2022, he was a 133 average. Are you serious? He's a good defensive catcher. That's about it. You, you know what a you defensive catcher is? the greatest is? defensive catcher of all time. With you know what a good defensive catcher is? The, the good defensive catcher is a bullpen catcher. Because who? <laughs> that, who that's a fair point. Who only, fair wants, point. <laughs> who only wants a guy who's going to do half the job in there? You know what I mean? I want a guy that's going to play offense and defense. Even if you're not that good, you at least should be expected to produce sometime. He was just terrible. I, I think a guy like this, you have to put in a bullpen and, and let him stay there because 
what's the sense? What's the sense? What is the sense? That's why they wanted to get away from, from having pitchers bat because it was such an automatic out. He's an automatic out. He was like having a pitcher. It was like, we yeah. never gave, we never gave up the, 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 the pitcher thing. We had the DH, but we had him. So it, it all evened out. It's like, we, we had a pitcher batting all this time. He was terrible. We had but pitchers he, that hit better than him. Yeah. I guarantee you, though, he's that guy who thinks he's the shit and he's the reason that they are there. And when it, when they, if they win, he's going to be, oh, yeah, I told you all. I told you all. You know, he's that guy flying high on borrowed wings. He's more of a liability. And he is. He is a liability. Like if you have a, let's say you have a, a first baseman who, who hits, you know, 50 home runs a season but can't catch the ball. Think of that for a minute. Your first baseman can't catch the ball. It doesn't matter how many home runs you hit, you know? Yeah. Like, people want to talk, you know, like, oh, he's such a defensive whiz. Here, but hit, you know, so that excuses his batting. No. Look at look at Bill Mazeroski. That is a defensive whiz, and he was not a liability at the plate. Yeah. 2,000 hits, you know, 7,000 at-bats. What is the greatest – arguably the greatest second baseman of all time defensively you know middle infield you him and Ozzie Smith are two of the greatest you know middle infielders of all times they weren't great hitters but my god the production that they could do at the plate you know it it just overshadows Austin Hedges yeah and you know until Austin Hedges it's a game seven home run exactly over the, the Yankees first ever the first ever in the World Series to bring it home you know until then yeah. I you know I I can't change my mind he, he's Austin Hedges yeah. good for he, him he's in Texas I you yeah. know what if he gets a ring I whatever but uh you know what I I, I I was so through with that guy yeah real quick my conspiracy theory and I've heard this other people say it the reason the Mazeroski home run is not talked about up there with like the greatest sports plays of all time is because it happened against the Yankees. Probably. And it was the first ever walk-off home run to win a World Series. And it, it should be the immaculate the reception of baseball. Yeah, it should be the one of the biggest, greatest plays of all time. But no, it happened against the Yankees, and you don't talk about it. Yeah. That's like the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> yeah. You don't ever hear anybody talking about that team that, that won in 2011. You no, know? uh-uh. It was against the Steelers. But, I mean, you, you see highlights of John Elway, uh-huh. you know, getting a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Oh, you know, all the way back to every that, – that team from the Packers, that team from 2011. It's like the forgotten – they are the it's forgotten. It's like it never happened. Champs. And that's like for – that's weird for a storied franchise. Yeah. And a Hall of Fame quarterback to not – and that one's never very about rarely that brought game. up. Yeah, and even when they put these these excuse me these old games on TV, these old Super Bowls, why is it that one never? Which I'm fine with. I don't. If me I too. To, I don't have to watch it. If I don't ever have to sit through that game the rest of my yeah. life, I'll be fine and watch. But yeah, you, you notice that you don't see that game mm-hmm. re-ran a lot. You don't hear that no. game talked about a lot. You know, it was between two story franchises. It wasn't yeah. a bad two game. Hall of Fame quarterbacks, two Hall two of Fame quarterbacks, coaches. <laughs> and this game is is never talked about. No. So I, I often wondered that myself. And it was funny that you brought that about yeah. the baseball conspiracy. But you know, it kind of falls in that category. Yeah, Packers fans are probably saying the same thing. Yeah, if we, if we beat anyone else other than the Steelers, we talked about that as one of the greatest Super Bowls of all time because it was a damn good Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, um, San Antonio Holmes's catch. Oh. It's the greatest play ever in Super Bowl history. But if that play was done against, 
the against the Cowboys. Oh, never talked about. <laughs> you would never talk about. Hold it. On, who did I say? What name did I say? You said the Cowboys. If it was done against the Cowboys. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. No, uh, the the name of the player. What name did Saint I say? Holmes. Holmes. Was that who caught the ball? Yeah, the game-winning touchdown. In oh, okay. I used, Arizona. used to start a talk, and I didn't. I thought I messed up. Uh, well, so he catches this ball. You know, I mean, if this was against the Cowboys, it probably wouldn't have been the best catch ever. Or mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? It just kind of falls into that category. But this this catch against the the lowly Arizona Cardinals, you will talk about it forever. And that, that should have won. That should have won Ben the MVP. That drive should have won him the MVP. Any other quarterback leads that drive. They are the MVP. Yeah, it's see? Ben. It's the wide receiver because the everyone hated Ben for all the off field stuff. So they won't give him that recognition. And they had to give it to Antonio Brown. Or if you were going to give it to Ben, you should have given it given it to James Harrison. But also Harrison too was surly with the media. They're not going to give it to him. They're going to give it to Tone, who, you know, that happy-go-lucky young kid at the time. Hell, yeah. It was. I mean, that was a, the, the, the toes. And he had a hell of a drive, though. He caught And especially at that away. time, you haven't seen that the, the toes like that. I mean, well, now I you see it almost every weekend. Yeah. But, you know, back then, you know, a lot of guys wasn't making that. I mean, it was it was an amazing yeah. catch. It was the fact that he even oh. held on to it. The fact well, that he, he kept he his toes in. The, the fact that he kept his toes on the ground. Yeah. And the fact that it won the game. Yeah. I think that, that most people would have given him the, yeah. the MVP. I, I I don't think that yeah. it would have been. I don't think that would have been a bad idea no. if, if Ben would have no. got it. I don't, you know, I don't think people would have complained one way or the other. Oh, no. I think that's what it was. I think that it was it was a it was a catch like nobody's ever yeah. seen. Man. It, and funny thing is, like, what wasn't the play before he had the one go right through his hands? In the Nobody will ever remember. Easy, it would have been an easier catch, but you know, like a yeah. like a typical <laughs> wide receiver. I can't catch the easy one, coach. Give me the hard shit. And that's the thing. Nobody will ever remember that play ever. Like yeah. the, the one where he missed. They're going to oh, say, I wow, that is what I remember. Because I'm like, you. Oh, I literally, you I, I haven't game. thought of that in, in probably since. The, but I, when was the last time you've ever heard anybody talk about it? You know what I'm saying? It was, uh, the, yeah. it was, the, it was the big catch is what everybody remembers. That's yep. the, um, you know. And, and, and but, but I think that like him missing it makes it even better because he came back and redeemed himself to where he yeah. could have potentially been the, you know, the scapegoat and he turned out to be the hero. You know, yeah. to me it adds to the overall story that's what makes you a strange person that speaking of which Taylor's uh freak uh <laughs> yesterday he said we all should come out to las vegas and i and i think you know i was thinking about this we should go and it's like a three-day drive me the, you i'm derpy. not driving it yeah now listen to me. No, fuck. We're gonna, <laughs> we're, me you and derpy you're gonna get into a vehicle we're gonna drive for three days to las vegas together We'll film the whole thing. The whole thing will be will be will be videoed. Then we'll go to Vegas. That'll be videoed. We'll uh, video, you know, Derpy more than likely getting thrown out of Steeler Freak's house. More than likely. <laughs> then, Derpy will be thrown out of the car the minute we cross the first state line. Which is Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> it means we're already in Ohio. But he um and then, and then we'll video the whole entire trip back, and that could be a, that could be like a special. You would just see like my mental decline the entire trip. That's the point. It, it would be great. I mean, it would, it would like be... I will come. I have like hair on the side of my head. That will all be gone. My yeah. beard will be completely white. It will go from gray to white. My eyebrows will be white. I I'll probably lose weight from the stress from YouTube. 
So that would be yeah, I, I bet you Derpy has a, has a has a bladder like a pee. I I could I could see him having to pee like a lot. No, we don't stop unless <laughs> it's for gas. And everything everything between you two would be an argument the whole way. Every time Derpy has to pee, every time Derpy gets hungry, I will drive this car off a cliff, <laughs> Thelma and Louise style. You know what? I'm just gonna have to drive and put you two in the back seat together. You <laughs> <laughs> have that have it locked the child lock so we yeah. can't open it you'll have the grading like in a police car yeah. i'll have the luggage in the front with me uh-huh. then you two and it gets in the back you just want to pit derby and i against each other i just want to i i think that would be amazing material i think <laughs> we, we could create you know a, a, an amazing show would be created and, and thanks for the show and um I, I think that would be very good man so no i get like i have two weeks vacation i am not no Let's see, P. Oh, hey, P is on the board. What's up, Hoover my brother? Dam is awesome. I've been there. Hoover Dam is amazing. Uh, and you can go through the Hoover Dam entrance. Everyone should see it. At yeah. night, I, I didn't see it at night. I saw it during the day. That was that was cool. But yeah, I'll check it out at night. And, we could get um, Derby, you know, Derby with like souvenirs and shit. No, I will throw both of you off the Hoover Dam. Well, I'll fly P in from Japan. Be him. Yeah, P. What you want? Yeah. Derpy, Derpy, you, you, yeah, Derpy would have like, uh, you know, we could be, he'd have to buy souvenirs. <laughs> what are you buying? What, I don't know, what would the souvenir be? And, and I get, I don't know, Vegas though. Vegas, there's a lot of shit there. Oh, there's a lot of souvenirs in Vegas. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> I, I, I've been to Vegas a couple times. I've had, a, I've had a good time every time I've been. I've never been to Vegas. I've, been, I, I've only been there three times, but it's, it's fun. The last time I was there, I was like, oh my god. I heard it's terrible. I heard the experience oh. the experience is terrible in Las no. Vegas. I heard it's dirty. I heard no. the hotels are dirty. No. I heard that um uh what were they saying off 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 the strip? No, it was on it was the um give me a second, I'll be over to th- uh the gold gold the golden corral. No. <laughs> gold dust. No. The gold dust. And they well, yeah. went in there, and then the water was the pipes were the pipe was broken on the sink, and the water was leaking everywhere. Nah. Now we're hitting ants. up the Bellagio boys. We're 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 high rolling it. Okay. Yeah. I think the Bellagio still there. We're going there. Uh, we'll we'll be hitting up hitting up the good places. I might have a timeshare out there. I don't fucking know. We'll we'll hit up something good. I'll show you guys a good time in Vegas. Like, yeah, I know what to do in Vegas. I've been there three times. You know? Well, consider this would be a three. I mean, you know, considering that, you know, with people's work schedules and things like that, it's probably going to be a three day drive, a one day, <laughs> one day in Las Vegas, and then three days back home. So, I mean, it's it's going to be more about the, about the travel, Mike. I, I, I can't imagine. Um, you know what, P? I'll, I will be right there with you. Okay. <clears throat> Derpy and Ryan can have their own adventure. You and I will have our adventure at the Blackjack table. <clears throat> Mm. so there you have it oh god las I, vegas here we come baby now i don't even want to drive my car anymore because every time i get in it now i'm just gonna have panic attacks thinking about you two in it i i'll, I'll shit myself i'll shit myself in that car every, every damn every every mile of the way i'll shit myself in that car uh-uh. but i'll wait till we get far enough away i'll wait for like in kansas or something so you can't uh you know do anything anything rash I will get a rental car and I'll find the, the nearest rental car place and check that thing back in. But you know what? I don't need this anymore. 
and I'll fly my ass to Vegas the way God intended. No active quarterback is more losses than Justin Herbert since he was drafted in 2020. No, no active quarterbacks, Mike, have had more losses than Justin Herbert since his, he was drafted in 2020. That's insane. He has 28 losses since then. That, that's not him. I can tell you, you watch him play, that is not him. That is that coach. Just that hand him over. Just, just hand him over to us. He'll be all right. Exactly. I'll take him on a silver platter. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll give it here. Here, here's a trade. We'll give you Dan Moore, Mason Rudolph, and Levi Wallace. Well, that sounds like an offer you can't refuse. I, you know what? <laughs> Some people might say it's all of our bad players for all your good players. I say that's a quarterback, a cornerback, and a left tackle. Three key positions you need. And we're just asking for one player in return. That's a three for one. Where I'm from, that's a that's a big one. Where you're from? Where the hell are you from? Shut up, man. <laughs> I, I was reading Pete's. Said it like you were from somewhere. I'm going to I'm going to with Pete's old uh, chief man. Me and him are gonna be farming some bud together, and uh, we're doing ske- sketchy rentals out there. Okay, I'm gonna go be a slumlord out in Vegas. Okay. Oh, you're not gonna do nothing. We're gonna get halfway there. I'm gonna shit myself. You're gonna turn this car right around. No, nope. nope. I'm going to Vegas, man. Well, I'm in. I'm in. If you guys want to do it, we'll, we'll plan it. Like I said, it has to be videoed every step of the way. That's that, that's the only uh, that's the only stipulation. It has to be it has to be videoed every step of the way for the show. Oh, to, to, for the show or for Dateline? Yeah. Power rankings are in, Mike. The week eight power rankings. NFL on Fox has the power rankings in. I have all 32 teams in the order that the uh, that is believed that these are as powerful as these teams in the NFL are. <clears throat> Mike, this week, the top team in the NFL is the Philadelphia Eagles. They're up three spots from last week. Philadelphia, top team, NFL. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a toss-up between, for me, them and the Chiefs. They're the two best teams. All right. With that being said, the number two best team in the league right now, according to this uh, NFL, Fox NFL power rankings, is the Chiefs. They are up one spot from three last week. So there you have it. There's your Eagles. There's your Chiefs. There is your Super Bowl of last year. Mike, do you think the percentage is high? Do you think the percentage is low? Do you think the percentage is in the middle? What do you think there's a chance these same two teams could end up playing each other again in the Super Bowl this year? Um, Right now, the way everyone's playing, uh, I'm going to go with a high chance. And would you like that? Would you, would you like to see the Eagles and the Chiefs go? You know, uh, you know and the thing about when you get these, these rematches, who do you want to win? I mean, do you want the team that already won or do you yeah. want the team – you know, I, I don't know if I want the Eagles to win. I'm not necessarily an Eagles fan. I, I don't mm-hmm. particularly like them. And and do you just want to watch the Chiefs go and win again? I don't know. I, I'm I a wanna, fan of some wanna, different teams. I want to I want to see them go because you'll have the Kelsey Bull again, and you'll have the added yeah. effect of Taylor Swift. Uh, and then if they win, if the Chiefs win, so you'll so have far, Taylor the two Swift things you said tra- are going to make Travis it the most Kelsey annoying Super Bowl that I've ever line. seen. I want to see T Swift and Travis Kelsey make out at the 50 yard line with the confetti falling down. And, and there's mom there, his dad there, big brother Jason Kelsey in his Eagles jersey crying. That's what I want to see. See, this is why I don't want to see it. I want to see it. I think that that would just be that, that would be so annoying, and for something as great as the Super Bowl, 
I want to see it. I, I want to see it. I want the Super Bowl is already a spectacle. I want it taken up to the nth degree. Number three on the power power pool is the San Francisco 49ers. They're down one spot from last week. Number four, up five spots. This team that two weeks, three weeks ago, they lose the Steelers. We leave leave the NFL alone for one week. We come back. The Baltimore Ravens are up five spots after a win (laughs) over Detroit. A convincing win over Detroit. So, again, here you are. You're losing the Pittsburgh one week. Uh-huh. And then turn around and, and here you are. This team is, is one of the best teams in the league all of a sudden. That's how that's how close this league is right now, Mike. It, it is. It, that's what's you have a strong game and, and you're automatically at the top of the, the list. Yeah, because there, there's like a handful of really good teams, and then there's a bunch of meh, and then a and then a handful of really bad teams. And then um number five, down from number four, Miami. That's fair. Like, go back. Like, who was Miami really beaten? Have, have they played anyone with that's really good? Anyone that has a winning record outside of Philly? I don't know. I'm just, you know, they they put up some impressive numbers, but man, they're the wins against it reminds me when the Pittsburgh won eleven and zero, and people are like, "Well, who did you who did they beat? beat, Mike? Are you pulling it up, or uh, you, you're, you're just rhetorically now. asking?" I was rhetorically okay. asking. Then I will move on. I, I didn't know to, no, I'm to sorry, move they, on. They, this year they beat the Pan- Panthers, Giants, Broncos, Patriots, and then the Chargers. No one really that impressive. Nobody good. No. But I mean, you put up seventy points. Yeah, I mean, you're good. It doesn't matter. Is, it, that's impressive, but. I mean, really? even in our good days, Mike, I, I mean, we, we, you know, the Steelers didn't put up yeah. 70 points against anybody. I mean, come on. Yeah. Tom Brady on a, on a, on a, a rarity would put up 50 points. And yeah. unfortunately, it was against us. Uh, number six on the list, up one spot from last week, Mike, is the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is who the Steelers play. They are right now number six on That's the power fair. pool That's of the fair. NFL. They're a team number on the seven. rise. Now this one I, I'm not sure about. I would put this team above Jacksonville, but again, this is just how this is how the league is right now. Mm-hmm. Detroit Lions. I think that the Detroit Lions. Yeah. You know, and and, and the, the only difference is that quarterback position. If you would put Trevor Lawrence as, as the Lions quarterback, oh. that team would be. They oh, would be. That offense know. would be deadly. Number eight, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. They're they're not doing nothing for me. Um, Seattle Seahawks, number nine, and then rounding out the top ten, Mike down from down four spots is the Buffalo Bills. They're taking a they're they're taking they're a taking beating a not on the field, but they're taking a beating everywhere else because yeah. now they're they're kind of being dropped out of the, that elite group. Yeah, and, and I don't think that that's going to be the case. I think that this team is going to be in it when it comes down to it, and I'm not going to change my mind. I believe that this Buffalo Bills team will be in the AFC Championship game, whether they win or not. I don't know that yet, but. I, I'm not giving up on this Buffalo team. I, I, it's, it, I'm buying into Josh Allen. Yeah. I, and when you know. the Steelers weren't good, I bought in the Ben. And, and you know what? He did it. He did, you know, he made things happen. And, and that's what I'm doing with this Buffalo Bills. And he reminds me of Ben in ways. Yep. I, I'm not giving up on, I'm not giving, you know. No, he, he's too good. He, he'll bounce back. Yeah. Uh, the team right behind him. Now, this team. <laughs> Number 11 on the overall uh, power rankings for the NFL this week is the Cleveland Browns. 
This guy and, gets and his, it's all about that defense with the Browns because you know offense. what? The guy got he basically took his money and ran. I, this quarterback mm-hmm. he can really never play another down if he doesn't want to. He, yeah, he, that's guaranteed money. Yeah, just this is sure. again the Cleveland Brown. Mike, what did I tell you? You can't ever, 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 ever say to yourself, "Well, this is this is them. This is going to be." Yeah, they literally have not finished ahead of the Steelers since 1988 in the division. For any team not to finish ahead of another team in their division for however long that is, 35 years, is insane. And this is why you can never, ever, ever, Odell Beckham Jr., oh, this team's going to the Super Bowl. What happened to that team? This team here, what happened? You got Deshaun Watson. Oh, come on, this is going to be the best. You can't ever, ever, ever rely on the Cleveland Browns, ever, ever. Yeah, ever. Like, I was just looking at their stats. Deshaun Watson has thrown four touchdowns, three interceptions. And then PJ the, uh, the, Walker, or the, the backup, he's 0-3 touchdowns to interception. And the third stringer, the rookie out of UCLA, he's zero touchdowns, three interceptions. So they've thrown four touchdowns and nine interceptions. They are literally the worst. And you, you can call the team like a pirate. The Pirates the worst to franchise in, in a sport. But you know what? This Browns team, they literally are, are the worst. They, they are the worst. Anything they touch breaks. Everything they touch breaks. And like with the, the the Garoppolo situation, remember that they couldn't yeah. they couldn't sign a paper by four o'clock in the afternoon to sign Garoppolo. Never ever ever never ever 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 have favor in the Browns. Just no. just don't. So like they are waste like you know they're wasting a generational defense. That's why they don't even put stickers on their helmets. It's it's a waste. <laughs> like they 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 wasted Baker Mayfield like when he was starting to roll. They had a damn good rushing attack, separated shoulder. Guess what, boys? We're just going to throw more with the quarterback who has a separated throwing shoulder instead of just running the ball with Nick Chubbs and you know, Kareem Hunt at the time. This Number organization, 12. They cannot get out of their own way. Number 12, not moving any spots from last week, is the Houston Texans, Mike. The Texans are number 12 in the league. Number 13, somehow, somehow ahead of the Steelers, the Cincinnati Bengals are ahead of the Steelers. Uh, I don't know what that's all about. That that's just going based on like the past two years, not this year. Right. So what do you well, you know why you've been doing it? You know, if that's what you're going to base it on, it has nothing to you do know, with anything yeah. that's going on. Uh, number fourteen is the Atlanta Falcons. How? 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 Three spots. They they, they should have lost that game. Desmond Riddler is just trash. My God, he's trying to lose every game they play out there. Pittsburgh Steelers coming at number 15, up four spots from last week. Hey, we're a fourth quarter team, okay? We're 15-minute men. We just got to drag you down to our level. We just got to drag you down to our level, and then we will dominate you. This is a a Pittsburgh thing. I, I remember seeing this with the Penguins a while back where you know they'd always get down, they'd get down early, but they'd always find a way to come back and win. Yeah. It's you know, it's almost like uh, yeah, they're the 15 minute men. That's what that's what they are. That's, a, that's the name of my next movie. Number 16, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers. Baker Mayfield, baby. I like Mayfield. I, I would take Mayfield. I, I've always liked him, man. Dude's always been a gamer. Number 17, Mike the Rams. Number 18, the Chargers. Number 19, the Vikings. Number 20, the Jets. Number 21, the Packers. Number 22, the Colts. 
Number 23, Washington. 24 in the league is the New Orleans Saints. Number 25, best team in the league, according to the NFL, um, the Fox NFL power rankings, is the Patriots. The Giants, 26. Broncos, 27. Titans, 28. The Bears, Mike, the Bears are 29. They are better than three teams, according to this list. Things are looking up for the Bears, baby. Number 30, the 30th best team is one of the teams that we happen to beat. <laughs> the Raiders, 31. The Cardinals, and finally, the worst team in the league. The Denver Broncos? No. You weren't listening. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I had a Snapchat emergency with my child. Carolina Panthers. Carol, that yeah, yeah, them yeah, they they are trash. Broncos are trash. Cardinals are trash. And P, I think you're right. The intern lost interest after number nine. They're just throwing names at the wall over at Fox. Yeah, because some so. of these don't make sense, but others do. Like the top half and the bottom, like the top ten and the bottom ten make perfect sense. That middle section of twelve doesn't make sense at all. Well, you didn't you, you didn't pay attention to any of them, so how do you know? I, I just knew. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. My boss came over and demanded me to do something. Uh Pittsburgh Steelers kickers in the NFL history. Check this out, guys. Field goals of 50 plus yards made. Mm. I'll start at the bottom. I'm gonna give you the top five. Sean Sweezum. He made Sweezum. three. Three field goals from 50-plus yards. Is, the, 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 the kicking Canuck. It, yeah, I was going to say, and he's the one who broke his hip going down to make a tackle or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Brown, he had four. Four 50-plus four, four yard field yeah, goals. Didn't he win a Super Bowl with us? No. Or no? He was gone by XL, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Skippy. Skippy comes in, in uh, third place. Actually, second place, he's tied. With eight, Skippy had eight plus uh, 50 plus yard field goals, tied with Gary Anderson, who's the all time Steelers scoring leader, who also had eight. Chris Boswell, of course, being number one with 28 50 plus yard field goals. Oh, that just shows you how kicking has changed, not just from the 80s and 90s when Gary Anderson was kicking, but from like, you know, from Sweezum, Chris Brown, and, yeah, and Skippy. I mean, well, that they weren't that long ago. And those guys were good kickers, you know. And you know, like Skippy Reed had a powerful leg. Mike Jeff, listen to this: Gary Anderson, Jeff Reed, Chris Brown, and Sean Sweezum were combined for twenty-three <laughs> fifty-plus yard field goals. Chris Boswell, uh, Boswell hit twenty-eight. So that gives you an idea. Yeah. And it, as I the, said, Gary Anderson's the all-time leading yeah. scorer in Steeler history. It wasn't like he was, you know, the, the, the slub. Jeff Reed wins two Super Bowls with the Steelers. Chris Brown and Sean Sweezum were, were a bit suspect, but you know what? Nonetheless, 28. I wonder how many did uh, Justin Tucker hit over in, Bal in Baltimore? Jeez, he probably hit 28 last month. Yeah. He, dude, you, you get within 60 yards, you're in his field goal range. Right. Dude is a freak. Like him and Boss, man, they, they are the two best kickers in the league right now. Dependable, Steel accurate. Steelers signed linebacker Caleb Johnson and tight end Scotty Washington for the practice squad. They release offensive lineman Obina Ezi and tight end Noah Gindorf. The plan, the Super Bowl parade. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw that too. Noah Gindorf is gone, Mike. So you no, I, I'm rest easy now. I like all these all these these during the season accusations. They are these transitions that transact. Yeah. Actions that you you never know who these guys are. You, you have no clue. No, all all no. the season longers guys getting cut. All season longers guys getting signed. I have no idea who any of these people are. I do know this though. That guy. Remember that Malik Cunningham we talked about briefly last week. Yeah. Patriots, he already got cut. Now Malik Cunningham, they signed him to a to a, uh, to a three year deal. Yeah, then they waived him. And they waived him. Yeah, and make and I guarantee you, within a week or two, he will be back on New England. Yeah, it's weird. These, these waiver wire moves, these practice squad moves. Yeah, um, I, I'd hate to be a practice squad guy. You never know where you're going to be. Ryan Clark says TJ Watt has moved into the discussion of best player in the world. I, th- I think they're getting a little crazy with this now. I mean, yeah, I guess a he, little bit. he's really good. And yeah. yes, he he may win the um, defensive player of the year if things well, continue to go the way they're going. But you know what? To sit there and say that this defensive player could possibly win the MVP of the NFL, Not I don't think happen. so. To, to say that the player is the best player in the world, I think is crazy again well, because, you know, when you're talking about uh, American football – you know that, that that's the top anyway. So I, I think that this comes down to language and what and what Ryan Clark is saying. I think is what's kind of ridiculous. However, I don't disagree with him. I do believe he's you know if or, arguably you could take these five guys that we talk about constantly, throw them out there, and, and we'd literally have to watch them play before I could make the call who I would think is the best. Um, but uh, there you have it, Mike. He's moved on to the discussion to be the best player in the world, TJ Watt. I'm. I'm going to proclaim here for the first time ever, TJ Watt, best player in the universe. <laughs> not just the galaxy, not just our galaxy super cluster. Yeah. The universe. And when he dies, he'll be the best player in heaven. Ah, or, or hell, depending on, you know, if, you know, if God's a Browns fan, TJ Watt's going to hell. Oh, that, there's no way. God's <laughs> Browns fan. There's no way. Hey, you know, the Lord gives you your toughest battles. I think he's a Browns fan <laughs> and a Buckos fan, or she, or her, or it. It's a yeah. Browns, Steeler, Browns and Pirates fan. The only people that's going to be happy in heaven is God and Derpy's parents. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Derpy's not going to be happy in heaven. No, there, no, there's no way. Damn. Just not going to happen, Derpy. Derpy! Um, Mike, this one caught my attention. Your boy. And, and and let me start it this way. I mean, I'm going to start it this way. I saw that uh, Narduzzi is off the list. He was on the list recently of people that were in contention for taking that Michigan State job uh-huh. in college football. And I thought, can you imagine? Can you imagine a Pat Narduzzi team facing Ohio State and Michigan? So look at this. A team that's actually good in the Big Ten. Penn State. James Franklin is one and nine versus Ohio State. Oh, he's oh, don't uh, he's zero and ten on the road versus top ten teams, and he's three and sixteen versus top ten teams overall. Yeah, it's bad. What's um with he Penn can State, recruit? He can recruit like crazy, but he just can't. He can't get you over the hump. Well, everybody recruits. I mean, that's what the, the name of the game is. But this, they just – what's his – they don't win. They, they can't win big games. No, no. He, the teams get him 
and his play calling gets so tight in those games. He is so nervous for any mistake to go either way on offense or defense, and that carries over to the players. They don't play – like you will see them bef- – like every game outside of Ohio State-Michigan, they are loose. They, they're excited to play. You can see that energy. Like, oh, yeah, it's going to be a good one. But they play Ohio State-Michigan. They're real tight, man. They get tight, and I think that emanates from him. He's nervous to lose these games. Well, you lo- he loses anyway. Why not I loosen know, up and I just, know. Uh, you know? He just can't. He's that guy that can get you there, but but he won't win it for you. It, it, it's frustrating, man. For, you know, as bad as he is against those top 10 teams, you know, the ranked teams, he still can go out and recruit these damn good players. But at a certain point, that's going to stop because they're going to be like, hey, yeah, I'll come play for you. I, but are we ever going to beat these guys? And at a certain point, kids are going to be like, you know what? No, you you can get us to the NFL, but while I'm in college, I, w- I would like to be able to you know, compete for a national championship and then still go to the pros. So he, he needs to figure something out. The Penn State needs to figure something out. I hate to say, you know, be time to move on from, from, move on from him because he's had such a damn good record there. But at the what same you time, see? you, know, you just... got to be you got to be able to beat the big boys, man. And we're, we're, we can't it. do it outside uh, of an occasional win here or there. There was just something weird that happened up there too. Like somebody was watching people into in a in a, in a weird peephole or something. And I and I meant to uh, snapshot it to, for the show to talk about it. Hey. It wasn't it wasn't the football team. It was at the university though. Okay, look, hey, it wasn't the football team. It was just the university's weird. Okay? <laughs> yeah, right. The players are all right. You know, they might go out drinking and smoke some weed, but who doesn't do that in college? No, it's no, the, it's no, the, uh, they're weird over there, Mike. Oh, it, hey, man, it's Creepy Valley for a reason. It is Creepy Valley. Why do you think teams hate going to play there? <laughs> like they're spying on us in the in the locker rooms, not to steal our plays, but the, you know, these fucking creepers up there. Uh, here is your top 10 list. Derpy, I think you're going to have an interest in this. Your guy is at number 10. Mike Derpy, rookie wide receivers who lead the league in receiving yards through um through the, through the seven weeks going into week eight these are the top 10 best rookie receivers guys these guys were in college last year number 10 jackson smith the jig the jigba 20th overall pick has 173 yards derpy there's your guy yeah finally cut it. he cut it he finally cut his first section too did he yeah yep. he's worth seattle uh yes demario Douglas. the quarterback for that what's hey, up just like kenny pickett what? 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 You can blame what? the quarterback for that, just like Kenny Pickett, right, Mike? Exactly. Blaming what? What? Yeah, I can. What? All right. Who's blaming who for what? I don't know, man. A lot of those other guys up in Seattle have some pretty good numbers. DJ Metcalf's looking like a beast. DK. Uh, Demarius Douglas. Demario Douglas, Mike. Two hundred tenth pick overall. One hundred ninety-seven yards. He's at number nine. Jaden Reed coming in at number eight. He was the 50th all over pick, 231 yards. Rasheed Rice, 55th pick overall, has 305. He's, 305. I had my eye on him when, in the draft process for the Seelands. I thought he would have been a good pick. Tank Dell. Mm, Tank another, Dell. Another good player. Down 69th overall, 34 or 324 yards. Good player. Mike Wilson. Michael Wilson was the 94th overall player with a, with he has 343 yards. 
coming down to the top four. These are your top four rookie receivers four. at the time, guys. Right now, these four rookie receivers are the best. Nobody's caught more yards, has more yards than them. Here we go. Number four, guys, 23rd overall pick, Jordan Addison with 400 yards. He's coming on strong the past couple of weeks. Number three, Josh Downs, 79th overall pick. He has 401. He has Addison by one yard. Number two. From Baltimore, there you have it, Zay, Zay Flowers. Flowers, baby. He was a little guy. Nobody, I, you knew he was going to be productive. Mm -hmm. You just didn't know how how productive because yeah. no one was real sure about this Baltimore team. Yeah. But uh, you know what, Zay Flowers is um, not only the twenty second overall pick. He does have four hundred and forty two yards as a rookie, and he sits in second place overall. And being that little of a guy, taking yeah. the first round too. What's he? He's at Boston College. Yeah. That was that was one of the things that I thought I kind of thought, oh yeah, yeah, he's out of Boston College. But yeah, I'm short good. little dude out of Boston College. Yeah. He, you know, you're probably getting open against the ACC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He playing really well. And then Puka Nakua, Puka, hundred and seventy seventh pick overall. He was picked further down than any of these other nine people on this list. At one seventy seven, he has seven hundred and fifty two yards. Number Ooh. two guy has four hundred and forty two yards. Number one guy has 752 yards. He he lit the Steelers up until, you know, Porter got on him. And at that point, he got shut the F down. If you would take Nakua off this list, Zay Flowers would be the, the best. He would be at this 442 and no, yards. And who would have thought Zay Flowers would be on top of that? You're right. Some of the damn good receivers that were out Nobody there even knew year. what a Puka Nakua was. No, no. You know? I, I found scouring the, scouring the internet, one guy, like, people are like, oh, you just, you know, you just talk about players after they've been good show, you know, show proof. You talked highly of someone. It was like three months before the draft. He was like breaking down film was like, look at this guy, Puka Nakua from, you know, BYU or wherever he came from. He's like, I can see him, you know, I'll take him in the third round. I think he has potential to be a damn good receiver. So like one random guy out on the internet called Puka Nakua. And he's probably sitting there saying, I called this and no one believes him. Yeah, I'm surprised that. The, but like, uh, even like like the people who do this, New England Patriots didn't get him. He yeah, he looks like that, he fits that bill. He yeah, I don't know. He's Polynesian. He he that pasty white guy who played the played the. I didn't mean by college. race, you jackass. Well, no, but no, no. I'm just saying that's Mike Mahler at uh, <laughs> two dunkinsers. Two dunkinsers. No, but I'm just, just saying. you know being a smaller guy, being you know. Yeah, I know guy. what you mean, but it's like New England man. All their receivers were white, and then he had Randy Moss. How they did it up there? Just point out facts. All right, I don't know. I didn't. Stop I'm talking. Gonna be honest, I, that thought never crossed my mind, but I'll, I'll take your word on that. But Mike, he was the 177th pick overall, and again, that's Mike Mahler at two Um I love Puka. I love some. I like. Some I have Puka. Polynesian friends. I know Polynesian friends. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Mike, why don't you go and tell everybody about the website, man? Let me compose myself here to get my apology letter ready. <laughs> some of them, uh, them, them uh, sensitive training courses. <laughs> I do need to go to that course, apparently. The2dumbyinjures.com. Head on over there for all your two dumb injures needs. Um, Socials there, merch there, everything. Exactly, P. Too much melanin to be a short receiver in New England. I know, PC. P knows. <laughs> he got my back. Well, P's allowed, P's allowed to say that. 
The two dummy <laughs> That's Ryan. <laughs> it's two dummy <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. The website. Jeez, oh man. The two dummy Go check it out, everybody. All the socials and merch, all there. Go check it out. www.the2dumbyinsers.com The2dumbyinsers.com You may never, ever see us ever again. (laughs) But but hey, hey, the the website will live on. The the website will live on. (laughs) I I like how Derpy just stays quiet as we dig our own graves. He's the smart one. Yep. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's it. The stats do say it. Hey, see hey, what's up about our conversation about New England's receivers. Why do I not? Why am I not getting this? Why? Oh, there it is. Why don't Mike? Why do I have to go out and then go back in? I and, don't know. In order to see what the hell's I'm going on. I'm not tech support. You are tech support. I barely know what I'm doing. You're lucky I can get my shit to work on this end. Um, but we do, uh, guys. Here we go. We got trivia. This trivia. is Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville Jaguar trivia P on the board guys let's figure this out I think you'll do good here we go (laughs) during his nine-year career in Jacksonville how many seasons did quarterback Byron Leftwich play all 16 regular season games of course he was a former Pittsburgh Steeler quarterback that's why I picked this one question of the day is this during his nine-year career in jacksonville how many seasons did the quarterback byron left which play all 16 regular season games take a minute to think that over i could give you choices if you'd like in just a moment but we are live everybody we're live seven or five days a week i'm sorry from monday through friday uh 11 a.m to 12 p.m every day right here if you'd rather listen to the show in podcast form we do upload the brand new show that we do live every day over on spotify at 8 p.m you can check that out there. If you want to go to the gym, if you're in the car, you just want to need to listen to it. You don't have the chance to watch it. Go check it out over at Spotify. All right, guys. Question of the day is this. During his nine-year career in Jacksonville, how many seasons did quarterback Byron Leftwich play all 16 regular season games? Do either one of you guys want uh, – do you want choices or do you guys want to take a stab at it? I'm going to take a stab at it. All choices. Right. All right. So, Mike, you go first. Zero. Zero. Is that your final answer? That he played all 16 games? Yes. Zero. All right. I'm going to lock you in. There we go. All right. P P said eight. Then he says choices may have been seven. All right. Let me give you guys choices. Here they go. Again, we're looking for uh, during his nine-year career in Jacksonville, how many seasons did quarterback Byron Leftwich play all 16 regular season games in a season? Your choices are A, three, B, seven, C, one, or D, zero. Three, seven, one, or zero are your choices, guys. Again, I'm looking for how many times Byron Leftwich played a full 16-game Schedule for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He played there for nine years. Your choices are three, seven, one, zero. Derpy, I'm going to come to you. I'll give P a moment. To, uh, let him think that over on his on the board. What do you think, Derpy? Um, I'm 
One. One. And is that your final answer? Yeah. All right. Uh, P on the board says B. B is seven. So P, you say seven times is how many times that um, Byron left, which played all 16 games. See, Bench was a rookie, got hurt, and then shipped him. All right. So P P got seven. I believe that's what you're saying. I just want to make sure. Derpy, you're saying one. Mike, you're saying zero. All right. Here we go, guys. During his nine-year career in Jacksonville, how many seasons did quarterback Byron Leftwich play all 16 regular season games? The answer is zero. He didn't play one single complete 16-game season as the quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Rip. So, but no, hey, you got to think, though, he didn't play, uh, you know, I mean, when he was here, he was a backup. And when he was there, I mean, he was a starter, but it didn't it didn't seem like it was that long when he was starting, does it? No, uh-uh. and he didn't play a whole lot. He was hurt a lot at Marshall, too. Yeah. I just don't remember him playing a whole lot. I remember him being yeah. their quarterback. As a matter of fact, I remember him beating us, I think. Yeah. But I don't remember him playing a whole pretty lot. Pretty good player, but. I like Barn. I liked him as our backup. I thought yeah. hey, he was he was probably my favorite backup out of everybody. Who else would you prefer over Barn Leftwich? Uh, not many at that point. No. I mean, everyone just loves Charlie Batch because of the person that he is. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't think that he would be the next best backup quarterback. Michael Vick. Vick, yeah, Vick was eh, in his tenure. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. He was a um, backup. Any thoughts, Mike? Anything before we get ready to take off? Oh. Mike Sullivan, adapt, adapt, adapt. Boys aren't the boys don't have the wheels anymore. Adapt, adapt, adapt. Therapy. Austin Hedges is 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 in the World Series. <laughs> that is true. That is true. If you ever think you suck at your job, to just you know you're not going to go anywhere. Look at Austin Hedges. He sucks at his job, and he's up. And he's in the World Series. He's in the World Series. The greatest stage in baseball. My thing is this. Anybody catch a story? Four people have been charged after allegedly stealing two million dimes and trying to convert them into cash at Coinstar machines. (laughs) (laughs) Two million dimes stolen. Alleged thieves try to convert to cash. Gets busted. That's a lot of dimes. It's a lot of dimes. I don't even know what that would come to. I'm I'm not... uh, yeah, I'm not doing the math. You don't want me doing the math. But, you know, come on. 20 million. That's that's a lot. That's mad dimes, man. That's so. a lot of fucking dimes. <laughs> we do want to thank everybody for checking us out. We appreciate each and every one of you, as always. Anything else, fellas? I got nothing. All Just right. Enjoy the day. Absolutely. It is almost Halloween. So for everybody here at the Two Dumb Yenders, Derpy, Mike, myself, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Deuces. <laughs> no, 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 no.